0: Here we go. Hey, oh,
1: live. Mental Health Monday. We're back.
0: Mental Health Monday. And uh, it's a, it's a very exciting Mental Health Monday because we have our very first returning guest to the Chase and Shep Show. Christine Mariello is joining us again today. Christine, hey. welcome.
2: Thank you for having me back again.
0: Always no nice to chat with you. Oh,
2: yes. Yes, it is.
1: So what do
2: you
0: have on your mind today? Oh, man. Shep, what do you have on your mind today?
1: I just had roll out, rolled out of bed before this, really. I, I, right <laughs> when we we started recording, I realized, I was like, man, I didn't even brush my hair or nothing today so far. So it's like, cool. We're getting the day started right.
2: You got the natural beauty going. It's good.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank it you. It
0: always throws me off when we record earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does. So We're so used to recording at night. I think the last time we did this last Monday, uh, we were both ready <laughs> to, to call it a night. It was like maybe four in the afternoon.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got plenty
0: of day left. We've got plenty. Of
1: day. <sighs> so, uh, yeah. Um, we were, we were going to talk about hard things. I believe we decided on before coming into this. Oof,
2: yeah. Like, making those hard choices.
1: The hard choices, I've had to yeah. make plenty over the course of my lifetime, and it's it's never easier any time, like any time you get to it.
2: Yes, But you know what I like about making the hard choices? First of all, we avoid it because we don't like pain, and pain is something that we're taught and trained early on to avoid. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't understand that the, there's a reward, and the more hard things that we do, the more mm, able we are to do that that next level up hard things. So we're just getting stronger and stronger and able to do more and more. And so as much as I don't like being in the season where it's like, okay, I feel like I'm in the cauldron and I'm getting boiled. It's, it's really important to be in there because what comes out is really amazing. You know, you come out with kind of like bright and shiny. It's good.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> just doesn't feel good. <laughs>
1: I think, yeah. Oh. I definitely get that. sometimes, uh, <clears throat> there's, yeah, I've, I've had to tackle on a few, uh, hard, hard decisions in life. Uh, like we were talking last week when I, I joined the Navy, uh, the, the military and that was totally outside my personality and my comfort zone or anything. But like my family was like, come on, you got to do this. My son was, uh, really little at the time. They're like, you know, it's a career. And, uh, that was that was that I was 21, I think, when I did that. So that was like my first real big, you know, life changing hard hard decision to make because I didn't want to do it. So it's like, but I, you know, it's like I gotta, I gotta do this anyway. Yeah. Wow. That's just yeah. That it was, is hard. Yeah. That is. It was. Hard, it was different. Yeah. We got we got through it though. That was a while ago. Now it's weird looking back uh, with everything going on. Nowadays, I was seeing that ship stuck in the Suez Canal and stuff like that, and it's like, man, I went down that before mm. uh, myself, and that was terrifying because they they did not like each other over there, conflict and stuff like that. And like I said, uh, being thrown in that world, that's uh, that was totally against my personality and mm-hmm. beliefs. I because I, I don't like causing any sort of pain or anything on anybody else. So it was that was. <clears throat> That was the first of many hard choices. That that like you were saying before, like you know, when you get through something, kind of level up. Uh, that made a lot of life choices after that. That might seem hard, easy, maybe a little bit easier on me because it was like, mm-hmm. well, I've already got ripped out of my comfort zone, thousands of miles away from where I grew up, and all this weird stuff. So,
2: yes, wow i I can't compare to that, but yes, I know those <laughs> things where your life is taken out of your nice comfy zone and wow, it's super uncomfortable. And when is this going to end? I mean, when you sign up, you know how long you're going to be there.
1: <laughs> yeah. There are certain
2: things that we sign up for and, or don't really, but we stick with it. And uh, we're like, when is this going to end?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, thankfully I knew a time period was like, okay, this will be done at, at this time. But yeah, uh, it was, yeah. Uh, it was, it was a very challenging thing to Just do. So like when you get through that, like, I don't know, I'm always looking, I'm one of those people that I I do like to challenge myself in life though. Now. uh, Cause I've done like music and stuff like that. And a lot of that was the same of getting in front of a crowd. You know, I got Mm -hmm. used to playing to nobody uh, most of the time. Cause that's just how it is being a local, like nobody musician. You have maybe 10, 15 people, but then I got with some people that we started playing some big crowds and it's like, that that was uh you know another one of those, okay. This is a different really tough challenge that some people like. One of my friends that was doing it, he he's done a lot with music, so that was nothing to him. He's like, I'm I'm excited. I'm ready to go up there, and I'm over on the side throwing up. You know, like I I don't want to do this, but we're gonna, you know I guess we're gonna do this anyway. So let's see how it goes. I hope I don't mess up. <laughs>
2: Isn't it amazing how some people are just born with this natural ability to jump right into something or I mean, it's funny because I, I never really thought of myself as, as that type of person. But I guess, you know, we're all on a range. You know, I don't want to say that I'm not that type of person, but I'm definitely not like that person who says, yes, let's go. It let's. I, I don't see myself joining the military. I think that would scare the bejesus out of me. <laughs> But my daughter, she's one of those people, she will just grab the bull by the horns and she'll say like, no, I'm afraid, but I'm just going to keep doing it. There are several things that just she just was challenged with and she would just go at it. And from a young child. So I'm excited to see her as an adult. She's 14 now, but I can't wait to see what Effie is going to be, because she's going to be a, a force to be reckoned with.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. uh We've all sort of talked before about uh, using uh, superheroes to kind of help us work through stuff, and on on this particular topic, I think uh, superheroes have helped me out a lot uh, when it comes to the hard choices and, and facing things down in life. Uh, I, I I know a big thing for me in life is is fear. Fear stops me from doing a lot of stuff in my life, um, and. I always try to. I try my best to overcome it. I try to put myself into these uncomfortable situations and face that fear head on. And the whole time, I'm, I'm thinking about Batman. <laughs> I'm thinking about Batman because that's exactly what he does. Um, and he's and he's he's constantly doing it. You know, he's he's constantly facing his fears. Uh, you know, Daredevil is the same way. He's the man without fear. He's he's you know True. blind, but. Uh, and then the hard choices, I think of Spider-Man, I think of Peter Parker and the choices he makes on a day-to-day basis, uh, trying to keep that balance in his life, trying to make the right decisions, mm-hmm. uh, trying not to cause pain in the world and stuff like that. Uh, and again, I think that's what – comic books are great for for things like this, to help us through these these things in life. But that's definitely – where my mind goes when it comes Mm
2: -hmm. to decisions. I agree, I agree. I took my kids to see the new Wonder Woman movie this past weekend and we saw in the dollar movie, it's been out for a while. So it was so awesome. Mm -hmm. I was sitting there watch and it was really much along the same topic, doing the hard things because it's the right thing to do. And at the very end, I'm not gonna do a spoiler, but at the very end, they all make these really hard choices and, and I, I was so inspired and so profoundly aware of the power of the choice. And that really is what it is. I mean, we can feel fear. That's not uncommon. Fear is a normal emotion, you know, with hesitation. We we gravitate to certainty. We gravitate to things of comfort. So when we're going up against something that we've never done or seen before, that's very common. We're, you know, it's, it's a natural response for us to feel fear. Um, and then use good judgment to say, okay, I feel this fear. This is still the right thing to do. I'm going to move forward.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I feel like I'm kind of going through that a little bit myself right now. I was talking to a friend on the phone yesterday um, just about how I've been feeling about stuff lately. And and I got to a point where I, I, I felt like I was about to start crying. And it threw me off. Mm-hmm. I told her, I said, I think I'm about to start crying. She's like, why? I said, honestly, I think it's just because I haven't been able to talk to anybody about any of this in in a while. You know, we do we do this and, you know, we, you know, Shep and I see each other sometimes. But, uh, you know, my my best friend's been kind of M.I.A. for a little bit. uh, And I have not I hadn't had a a real deep conversation about the way I was feeling about things in a while. And so getting all that off my chest yesterday felt nice. And a lot of that was exactly what we're talking about. It's, you know, that that fear of, am I making the right decision? Am I doing the right thing? Because it's very easy. It's, it's crazy how one, one f- word from somebody can just topple your whole confidence and faith in yourself sometimes mm. uh, where, you know, I, I see Chase and Shep as, you know, if I'm gauging my own success, I'd say comparatively in the past, I've never engaged in so much creativity uh, in, in, practicing the things that I want to be doing as a career and getting better Uh, because I'm always listening to somebody else telling me, make sure you have a backup plan. Make sure you're working a nine to five to pay for your dreams and and stuff like that. Uh, And that's what I've done my whole life. And then all it takes is, is I'm feeling good about this. I feel like we're heading in the right direction. I feel like I'm doing the right thing. But then one person tells me, hey, it might not work out. And then that, that gets into my brain and, and I have to start wondering, am I doing the right thing? Am I making the right decision? Am I uh, going to go broke and homeless trying to pursue this dream? But at the mm-hmm. same time, I, I feel like the success, you know, I'm seeing it, you know. So uh, we kind of touched on that last Monday about just believing in yourself. Yes. Uh, yeah. But it is making those hard decisions of mm-hmm. do I want to listen to these other people? Yeah. Mm.
2: Yes. Yeah
0: just listen to myself. So
2: yeah. that's our decision. Oh. I mean, kind of to touch on that, it's not only important to know that you're going in the right direction for the right reasons, but also to know who you are, mm-hmm. right? And just to have that firm identity, because there are some people in my life, I'll be totally honest, there are some people that I'm really grateful for because they do that to me. They say, well, it might not work out. And I'm like, oh yeah, you want to watch it? <laughs> and they just bring that fire well, out in me. But then there mm-hmm. are some people that they'll just drop these seeds of doubt and fear. Like that. that's their stuff. They have to hold on to it. But they put it on my plate and I'm like, wait, this doesn't belong here. And sometimes like I am impacted by it. So I have to be very cautious about who I let close to my heart. And I was telling you a little bit earlier that I'm reading this book because I'm kind of in my own, you know, having to make hard choices. And um, we have these patterns in our life, every single person, nobody is exempt from this. And these patterns tell a story of what we're struggling with, what we still have lingering, what kind of wounds we have going on. And in my own story right now, it's about a a particular identity type of a a type of person that I'm letting into my life. And not only just letting into my life, like letting in like a very, very close position in my heart where they are feeding me things that are not edifying. They don't build me up. Their, their fear kind of flows over into my plate type of thing. And Somebody pointed it out to me and as soon as they said it, all these different faces popped up into my head. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I have a problem. <laughs> so I, I reached out for help and you know, I was recommended this book called Safe People. That's something that I'm reading through right now. But I I will tell you something, reading through the parts that I need to read through, it's hard. It is hard. My everything inside of me wants me to close that book and put it aside. Because even as uncomfortable as this is, it's still you know like the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. Is that phrase? Well, I don't want that devil anymore. Like I don't want to put that away. And <laughs> but it right. is still there is still a natural resistance to what we know. So it's not just about the things that that we know are good for us or good to do, but it's 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 also the kind of people we allow into our lives, which for me, I think is, is so important because, you know, I don't know, I, I like dove chocolate (laughs) and they have this message, the messages, I love the messages on dove chocolate because it just gives me a reason to eat more. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) And one of them says that your tribe dictates your vibe or they didn't use the word dictate, but influences your vibe And it is so true. And I know what kind of vibe I want. So I am, I am going to be more intentional. I am going to push through the discomfort of reading this section of the book of like why I keep picking this person to be a friend and, you know, just push through, but it is hard. So like you were saying, uh, Chase, you need people. So there are people that I'm talking through it and just saying, you know, this is hard. This is what I recognize, and it's very humbling. I mean, you have to you have to be humble. You have to just say, you know, it doesn't matter what people think of me. It really doesn't. My journey is more important than my of people's perception of who I am.
0: Yeah. Well, a phrase you used a, a little bit ago was letting the, somebody else's fear flow over into you, and I'd say that's exactly the case because, like, you know, from uh, most of the people who are telling me to you know, find a different job and to do this and to do that are coming from a loving place. They're coming from a caring place. Mm-hmm. this is, These are mostly family members telling me this rather than friends. Whereas the friends in my life who have not you know said something like that, but it, it was the other thing you were saying they, they do they fuel that fire of <laughs> um, they they're like, we have to do it this way. I'm like eh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go do my thing. Uh, and, and it fuels my fire just that I'm going to prove you wrong that I can do this in the way that you say I can't. Um, but I think it is that level of, you know, when you care about somebody, I think it hits a little, a little harder sometimes, even if it is coming from a loving place, but it's exactly what you said about fear flowing over. And that was something I had to, that I'm still practicing, uh, but really started practicing last year when I, when I sat down with my parents and I told them, at the beginning of last year, listen. You are going to worry. You are going to stress. Uh, you know, you, you're going to feel all these things. I can't. Uh, I, I can't take on any of that for you. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> essentially, I said, just you know, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I don't need to hear it. I know how you feel about it. I know you're worried about me. I know you want the best for me. Don't tell me. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want to know any of it. Uh, it, uh, because it throws me off. It really throws me off. And, uh, mm-hmm. it, it is, it's that thing of you want to make them happy, right? Because you care about them and, and you want them to not worry so much about you. But it was one of those things where I have to come with two terms that I can't take that away from them. I can't take the worry and fear and stress away from them. I can't do it. Uh, mm-hmm. so the best thing I can do is, is, is go and prove to them that I'm making the right decision. So,
2: and that might take time. Yeah. I know in my situation, it did. My dad said the same thing to me five about five years ago. And I love him for it because it really fueled me. It was like, no, I know I'm on the right path. I know I'm doing what I'm called to do. I mean, I just had this burning in my heart to help people. And five years later, you know, I have a coaching company. I'm training coaches to help People who have PTS or have PTSD in their background who overcame stuff and now they're helping people. So I know that I stayed on the right path, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't come with it's without fear and worry, right? But you you have to take it back to what do I know? Because there's feelings and then there's knowing. So it's like, what do I know? <laughs>
1: I've been there a few times in life with that, like with doing the music and whatnot, and you know i've had i've because music's one of those risky things um when you're going about doing it that you know a lot of people don't make it and a lot you know a lot of times it's just like uh, I believe in myself, you know, I still had my jobs and stuff like that. It's not like I've ever not had a job or anything like that, so I always got the worry that uh people came in, but uh we're the where the fear played into me in my life personally was always that like my family uh I was the baby uh growing up so you know my parents when they they got divorced and stuff like that like my family really I would say like cushioned me a lot you know what I mean cuz they were they were good off so you know, like if I was in any sort of trouble or I I when I was younger was just messing up and wouldn't have a job. and was like, nah, but I don't want to live at home and stuff. You know, they would always be there. So I would run into the problems being an adult, like being like, you know, I had no credit score whatsoever because there was nothing I really had in my own name because my family was like, oh, no, it's fine here. You know, like just you can use my card. It's no big deal. Like you don't need to get your own. If you get one, you'll just you'll go negative and it'll be bad and you don't want that. So they, they had a a fear for me that kind of impacted just learning to be a basic adult. And then, you know, that's like the hard part of then coming into like trying to do all that on your own after being a used to that, like you're growing up and that's just like, that's just how it kind of was. But then it's B it's like now, like I've got my son, so I'm trying to teach him, you know, to be, an adult himself. He's going through his changes. He's 13. So, and it's like, I'm learning to be an adult myself, you know, but it's, I, I, I enjoy sharing it with them because it's like, yo, like I'm, I'm trying to learn and get knowledge and be better. And this is, this is what to me being an adult is. So like, you should always do this within life too. Cause you'll never be too old to learn something new or to level up or to, even try something new and then like you know because it is pretty terrifying you know when you're trying to go about things that you should have went about probably five years ago and you're like but you're like oh all right i'll get to it now and um and then you know like for me a lot of it is uh with what i what i go with um the problems that i'm going to face this this year uh has a lot to deal with the the state uh that we live in um and the child support system and with, uh, being like a dad with me, it, it always, it's a, it's a big mental strain when you're calling them up and you're like, listen, um, cause they're charging me. Like I'm still in the military and I have not been. And when you try to go talk to them about that, it, it can come across those like, I, I don't want to pay for some kid. And it's like, no, 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 that's not what I'm trying to say. I want it to be adjusted correctly to what it should be at and they just make it a mental like just well you gotta you know there's only one place you can do it in the entire state so we'll send you a letter at some point maybe and then you got to send it back to us by and it's just like can i just go somewhere and show you my paychecks please like it should be that easy um Mm -hmm. but like with my son it's It's like government there's
2: nothing easy with the government
1: (laughs) there there really isn't um, but I, I always felt like it's real important to show him these things because it's like, um, you know, like to me, it's showing him like I, th- this gives me anxiety too to go deal with this. And it's like, but you got to overcome that because there's not another person here on this planet that can come in here and be like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to take you and I'm going to do this for you. It's going to okay. be fine. You can just sit, sit outside, sit up, sit back. We got this. So you, you do got to just I always just go for it. It's like, I, I'm going to look like a fool. I'm over it. I, I've definitely hit the age where I don't care. I will embarrass myself now. So it's yeah. like, I'll just go for it. Cause a lot of this, I don't know. Like a lot of this, like, I feel like, uh, there was one, one instance I had where I was on the phone with somebody and I was like, I, you know, like basically they kept telling me, well, if you, if you want to do that, you need to go in front of a judge. And I was like, but, but how do you do it? Like, how do you do that? Like, and I was like, is it uh, that bad that at 33, I've never been to court really. So I don't know how you go about going in front of a judge. I, I, I highly doubt I can just walk in there and walk right up and walk in front of one. I was like, I know that's not how it works, but like, I don't, it's it's hard, you know, and it never stops like learning this stuff because it's it's out there, but it's not readily like in your face out there, how to go about all of this. You just got to kind of, I don't know, do it. It's terrifying. Well,
2: you know what I love about this, this conversation, we're all, all three of us are in different stages of our life and we don't know how to do things instead of hiding behind the fact that we don't, because we don't want to look a certain way. We're just being open and honest about it. I mean, it's, and that's what it takes. I mean, we want to change the world. We have to do that. We have to just, we have to confess that we're having issues. We don't know what to do. And I mean, it, we're stronger in numbers. We're not weaker oh, yeah. when we don't know things. We're stronger when we tell people, Hey, I need help. I mean, I, I love doing that actually with my daughter, both of my kids. I, i say that I narrate living. So I'm going through something, and I will narrate. I'll go through it. I'm like, listen, I don't. No one ever taught me how to budget when I was younger. So it's, they're watching me go through the pain, and I'm 42. <laughs> so it's like, oh my gosh, it's not that easy. It's not that easy to to change. But it's such a gift to have the situation where I have my kids who are watching me go through it because. I'm, You know how people always say, like, I want to give my kids the things that I never had. And a lot of people are talking about tangible things. I want to give my kids the things that I didn't have non-tangible, things that experiences, um, just the, not that I didn't have love, but I mean, that's what I want to give my kids. I want them to understand that they can make any mistake and I will never feel differently about them. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of change i want to make in their lives and that's what i want them to have it's the things that we're going through that you know the mistakes living out loud is the most powerful thing we can do because guess what where's the shame there's no shame if we are not afraid to make mistakes then nobody can shame us we're like yeah i'm human guess what (laughs) news flash
1: (laughs) yeah i actually just went over that with my son about a week ago because he he recently just moved to another state uh, a few months ago. And that was, you know, that was another whole hard decision, but I decided mm-hmm. um, to sit him down and talk to him and be like, listen, what do you want? And he knows uh, that's something I did when I was 16. I moved from a very small town down to St. Louis, big city. And I feel like he wanted to have that sort of same experience. And he's like, you know, I just, I want to try it out. I want to make sure if I don't like it, I can come back. And, you know, we were just very open about it. And I was like, let's, you know, let's do it. Um, But out there he's, he's, you know, he's afraid to, to not be cool, obviously. So he's running into some troubles with some kids that he's became friends with. And that was one of the conversations that I got to have with him is like, I was like, listen, like, you're an adult. You're, you're cha- transitioning into being an adult and being your own individual. You're going to make mistakes. And I was like, you're going to make some really, I was like, you you just made some dumb mistakes. And I was like, that's not going to stop right now. I was like, there's nothing I can say to you right now that the rest of your life's go perfect. I was like, but I want you to know that. I was like, I don't care what it is, where it is, or how it, you know, is like, if you make any sort of mistake, I was like, if there's any moment that you're sitting there, and you're like, Oh, I just messed up big time. I was like, you can right away contact me. And I was like, and I was like, I guarantee you, it's probably a mistake that I've made myself. I was like, and I can at least I was like, I, I was like, you know, you're at that age. I was like, I know you're going to get into high school, seeing all those high school kids and what they're up to. I was like, I don't care if it's even, you know, that I drank with some kids and I'm drunk and I'm going to throw up and stuff. I was like, you got my line. You can call me anytime. I was like, and I can tell you what to do and and talk you into it. And, you know, they're, they're, those to me, those are always the hard conversations to have uh, with my son, because nobody had that sort of a conversation with me um, at that age. Yeah. So it's, it's different. And it's like, cause it's like, I want to, I want to let him know I'm open if he messes up for him, but I just don't want him to take it in a way that it's like, Oh, I can go do whatever. And just start messing up. <laughs> huge. Yes. that's fine like, line. <laughs> yeah. And my dad's going to be like, that's so cool, dude. You're, you're cool. For, and then it's like, no, like, uh, cause him and his friends, they got in trouble having condoms in their backpacks at school. And, and it was like, and I was like, I want to tell you, I was like, it's, I was like, you really don't need to have them in the backpack at school. I was like, that's kind of silly. I was like, but I was like, probably just knowing, um, you know, his mom and stuff. I was like, what you probably haven't heard. I was like, from anybody, I do want to tell you, like, if you're getting to that stage in life, like, I'm proud that you're going to be safe about it. And like, that is like, you know, important in my opinion. I was like, mm-hmm. but like, I was like, def- stop focusing on that. I was like, we need to focus on schoolwork, you know? And so, <laughs> It's Bring hard it's,
2: in your backpack.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 you know, and it's, and it's hard. They, you know, he kids, he's like, well, it was a game. I was like, I doubt it's a game that you guys were playing or anything like that. I was like, let's, I'm not stupid, but I was like, let's just, I was like, you don't want to make the same mistakes. I kind of pointed out to him because I was like, you know, I was like, I'm about to be 34 in a month. I was like, there's no way at all. I want to be a grandpa, you know, or or at this stage in life, I was like, I am not prepared to be no grandpa. So it's like, stop it. (laughs) But, you know, I I just, you know, like, I, I just always felt like it's important to have those lines open for him to know that, like, Mm-hmm. I am here for him because I don't want him to get himself in a situation mm-hmm. where he makes a terrible decision because oh, yeah. he feels like he has nobody that he can come to any sort of advice for.
2: I hear you. I, I mean, my kids know that you know. I, on my uh, YouTube channel, I put out there a very open and honest video about the truth of who I am, and they know there's no way that I could ever judge them. Because I was just very honest. Like I said, I've made some mistakes and I don't hide mm. from the mistakes I've made. I've learned from my mistakes. I've they've helped me to grow. So I'm not ashamed. I, I'm not happy that I did some of them, but I'm not ashamed to have them in my past, you know, because first of all, everybody makes mistakes and it helps me to connect with people because we right. we connect. Over similar experiences and if, if I don't have any mistakes and you know, how can I connect? We're in a world that's riddled with people who've made bad mistakes and are living out the consequences of that. So I want people to know that first of all, it's okay. You don't, that mistake does not define you. And the second thing is I don't ever want my kids to think I'm perfect for the same reasons i want them to be able to come to me and talk to me and say hey i know you are not going to judge me (laughs) because they know if if i've done it i will not judge somebody (laughs) that is not something that's going to come out of my mouth (laughs) so yeah it's just so important it's important just to have it out there i mean i don't tell them of course just to you know for everybody it has to be age appropriate you don't tell your deepest darkest sins to, to small small children but you let them know that you've made your own mistakes, and that it's okay that they are going to make mistakes, and that it's okay that they're going to be loved no matter what. So, yes, just want to make sure I put in a disclaimer. You know, don't just like start telling your <laughs> two and three year olds.
0: Oh you know, no! Like, yeah,
2: all the things that you did.
0: <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my my good friend Priyanka and I, we just had a, a long conversation yesterday morning uh, about uh, similar things. Um, and something I was kind of thinking about, she she was telling me where she's at with, with her parents, her relationship with her parents. And I told her it sounds a lot like where I was at with my parents five years ago. I told her I'm going to write down on a piece of paper that five years from now, your relationship will be significantly different with your parents, whether you think so or not. And I'm going to put it away somewhere. And if I'm right, I don't know, we'll celebrate or something. But, uh, <laughs> I was telling her that like where where she's at now, it's kind of the whole the whole thing you're saying with you don't want your kids to think that you're just perfect, you know. Again, that kind of translates to the whole superhero thing, you know. I was thinking about watching uh, the Justice League the other day. I, I, I like that our characters that we love so much are flawed, uh, that we get to see these hard decisions uh, made through the especially. Well, what are we watching that Falcon and Winter Soldier. A lot of that is. Is just this gray area. Like you've got heroes and villains, but it's also gray because everybody's – some bad people are doing good things. Some good people are doing bad things. And I'm really liking that they're painting that, that picture, that we're not perfect. Um, and I something I, I told my friend yesterday when she was telling me some stuff about her parents is that I think something we all kind of forget is uh, parents are people, too um i think that's something we kind of figure out as we all get older uh but to to any children who shouldn't be watching the chase and Shep show uh (laughs) we uh parents are people too and it's easy to forget that Uh, definitely the more i've learned about my parents and and grown to understand them uh and and vice versa just being honest being open with one another it's it's made such a huge difference It, it really does make a world of difference just to talk openly with, with your kids. And, you know, we're, we're, we're just now getting to that point. But, uh, I, I think what you guys were saying, I think there's a little bit of an inverse there too, where, you know, kids kind of forget that their parents are just people who are going through some stuff. Like when I heard that my parents, when we first moved here, you know, I always thought that we had money and stuff when we lived in Tennessee, but when we, when we moved here and I only recently found out my dad was working like a minimum wage job and all this other stuff. and I'm like, wow, you know, wow. Like putting it all into perspective now, it really mm-hmm. changes things. But the inverse of it is I think that uh, sometimes as adults, we uh, forget where we were at as kids sometimes, I, I think. Uh, and, and there's definitely that level of fear where it's like, oh, my God, I know what I did at this age, so I don't want yeah. my kid doing this. Which you know it makes sense. We don't want our kids, you know, making these these types of bad decisions or nothing. But there, I just don't understand the the adults, the parents who who act like these things don't happen. Um, oh yeah, I feel like the people who take that stance almost always end up with kids who double down on it. Uh, whereas the people I've met, I remember I I met a uh, a friend back in high school and. To this day, she's she's a woman that I met at a, at a young age that seemed so sure of herself, you know. And that's not to say she didn't have her own problems and stuff. I'm sure, you know, she had her own stuff going on, but to me, she seemed so sure of herself. And she she didn't drink, she didn't do drugs, she didn't, you know, and it was all her own choice because uh, she had this relationship with her parents where they were very open about everything that she did. Um, and so here's this, you know, young woman who's who's. Confident in herself, who who doesn't make these decisions just because she doesn't want to do these things. If she is, you know, involved in something uh, sexually, she's confident in herself. She's responsible in those actions, and and they're open about it. They're honest about it. I mean, it was in a way, it was so bizarre to me. It was very weird for me to see a, a dynamic like that, but to see how it worked in in her favor, how it kind of made her as a person, it always intrigued me. Uh, cause I just feel like, especially working at youth build and watching everybody communicate with the kids and just let the kids be themselves. They, they, you know, they're not constantly like, Oh, don't say that. And don't do this. And we're not going to talk about that. No, they keep it very real with the kids. They're high schoolers. Um, and I remember when I was in high school, we tried to put on a play that we wrote and they wouldn't let us do it only because it was a parody of the movie, the hangover. Uh, it's like, we're high schoolers. It's like, you, obviously, we're sitting here having this conversation. You know we've seen the movie, you know? Mm-hmm. So why don't we, this is a kid's version of that. And you're saying we can't do it. You're you're just not acknowledging the existence of these, of these things in the outside world. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think that's the inverse of the, parents yeah. are people, the kids are people too. They're just smaller. They're just smaller people. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's that whole thing about uncomfortable conversations, uncomfortable. And I'll tell you, as a parent, I had to really face that. And I had some really wise people. I'm so blessed to have some of the people who are in my life because they're older, they're wiser. And one of them says said to me, because I, I was, I was voicing a, a concern about, um, you know, my child going through hard things. And I didn't want them to be, I didn't want them to suffer. And she said to me, she looked at me, she's like, look at where you're at did you get here by no suffering? And I thought, no, actually, the suffering really shaped the person I was. And she said, do you want to steal that from your child? And I was like, oh, my gosh, talk about a hard decision. It's like, no. And oh, my gosh, you really have to be a strong person. You really have to be a strong person to be able to say, like, I have to sit back and let them go through this. So I'm not there yet. I'm on my way. You know, it starts with acknowledging that I have a problem. So my name's Christina, and I don't want to see people suffer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. So.
0: Yeah. uh, I forgot. I forgot. I don't know what. i forgot. It happens.
1: No, I usually like uh, the thing I always tell my son when he I was like, when you make a mistake, just let it be a lesson, not a stepping stone down towards the bottom. Like, you know, as you know, because it's you got to learn and he's got to go through them. Like you're saying, like it is hard to sit back and know that he's going to have to make some mistakes. But if he makes the same mistakes that I did, it might shape him into a better person or even mistakes that I didn't make. You know, like as long as he did. As long as he keeps trying to learn, and he, you know, it's not like I told him not repeated mistakes. It's not just the same thing over and over. We'd be good.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all it's all in the way you, you deal with those mistakes mm-hmm. and learn from those mistakes for sure.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: the other thing that Priyanka and I were talking about was uh, educating ourselves uh, just on on so much of the world. We kind of talked about it last Monday on, you know, uh, topics of, of, of race, uh, sexuality, of gender, of all this stuff. And in, in this new world we live in where, you know, we're becoming more open. There's still a lot that, you know, a lot of us don't know. And as I get older, when I had kids, I, you know, Priyanka and I were kind of on the same page where we want to be able to be a little prepared if anything ever does come our way like that. And we're able to, to guide them through it. We're able to say, yes, we know what's happening here. We've educated ourselves and we can pass this on to you. Uh, it's the learning thing that you were saying earlier, uh, for sure. You just got to mm-hmm. keep keep learning, no matter how mm-hmm. well you are, because you're going to be able to, to pass that down. Yeah. Um, and I think, I, I don't know why today I'm feeling this superhero comparison thing, but uh, <laughs> I know one of my One of my favorite things about the movie Black Panther was, um, you know, that I I get really emotional at the end of that movie every time I see it, just because uh, while it was a big movie uh, for people of color, um, the ending of that movie always just strikes me as as a message of here's a world united. You know, this is what it could look like. Here are uh, children and elders that treat each other with mutual respect, that learn from one another who, you know, adults are not closed off to learning from kids.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: you, you know, the, the smartest person in Wakanda is like 18, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and the elders have respect for her. They've got respect for, for the other people. Um, and it's just interesting how mm-hmm. such a hard thing for us to do sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, to differentiate, uh, just remembering that we're all people. Mm-hmm. It keeps coming back to you.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes, humility is a major superpower. It's a major superpower. So,
0: and I think you and I—the last time we spoke—I think we talked a little bit about uh, letting people fail, keeping Mm -hmm. on their rock bottom. Uh, Sometimes you have to—you have to let people figure it out on their own. I know a lot of my life, uh, there were so many things I went through that shaped me as a person. But, but prior to going through these things, there was the parent or the adult figure who told me verbatim, when X situation comes up, don't do these things. And I said, yeah, sure, whatever. And then that, you know, it wasn't until I actually went through the situation that I was able to learn it. So it's, it's one of those things. I've, to, I've mm-hmm. talked to younger people before, and I've told them straight up, you might not listen to a word I say right now. You might still turn around and do exactly what I'm telling you not to do right now. But I just hope that when you, when you hear what I'm saying, you'll think back on this and go, Oh, mm-hmm. shit, okay. <laughs> you, yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. That's the power of storytelling. Exactly. That is the power. When we storytell and we, we use our own stories, people put their guard down. They have the ability to put their guard down. And when I tell them, <laughs> what came of my mistakes? I want them to learn something. That's called wisdom. You know, I love talking to people and learning and hearing from them. I love, I mean, the world is our teacher. So there's just so many people. There's so there's such diversity and we need to, we need to have conversations. We need to have tough conversations. And, you know, granted, there are a lot of people who live behind walls. You know, they, they cannot let people see what's going on. And it's a journey. We have to just honor them where they're at. We didn't start out where we're at right now. We just, I I look at people, I'm like, they're on their journey. They're not there yet. And, um, you know, have right and healthy expectations just to love them where they're at really. So, but yes, I, oh, I love to tell, I don't love it. I'll tell you that. But I love the effects of telling people some of my hardest things that I've gone through. Um, I mean, you tell somebody that you were homeless for three years and they'll listen. You know, when you're not there yet, they're like, I'm sorry, what? You were what? <laughs> and it's like, let me tell you. And it really started with not acknowledging how you feel, which is coming back to what we were talking about is facing the hard things, doing those hard things saying like something inside of me doesn't feel right instead of saying i shouldn't feel this way allowing it to come out and just have it exposed bring it out into the life you know oxygen kills a lot of stuff so when you bring out some things it allows you to start processing and that's really important and it's hard so
0: i mean right now we're talking this whole episode has been about hard choices and and talking about sharing personal stories, I know I've even shared it on the show before. But I've, you know, I've definitely not been sharing my story today, of of my hard choice that I made because that I think that's what trips me up about it is is that judgment mm-hmm. that I do get from people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it it was a hard choice. It was a hard choice in my life, uh, especially as somebody who who w- wanted a child, who who wanted to be a father and stuff like that. But then sometimes I look around. As, as people I know, and I see, um, you know, they're not together. I, I, I watch their kid in the middle of things. Um, and I think I avoided that. Or I, you know, I, my kid doesn't have to go through that. You know, mm-hmm. the opposite end of that is morbid. <laughs> but uh, it was a hard, hard, hard choice. And it shaped me uh, for sure. I mean, it has completely made me who I am today. If I had a time machine, I can't say I'd do it any differently um, because I'm happy with who I've become. But it was still, hands down, the hardest choice I've ever made in my life. Right. Yeah.
2: Well, and to that effect, you know, we're we're the world is filled of, with oh. haters and fans. So, you know, I mean, they each have their purpose, though.
0: Yeah, we're learning that here at the Chase and Chip Show.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I think one of our videos got our downvote the other day.
0: We got a we got a little dislike on, on something the other day.
2: Yeah. You're going to. If, if you're authentic and real and you're going through this journey and letting it kind of all hang out, you're going to get people who don't like it because they're oh. not on the same journey. We're not supposed to be liked by everybody.
1: <laughs> it would be very boring if we all were the same.
2: I mean... Don't get me wrong. If I could find somebody that was just like me, that'd be ideal. Just kidding. <laughs> that would drive me absolutely nuts. Yep. Exactly.
0: Um, to jump way back earlier, when uh, you, you were saying, Shep, about how you don't really get embarrassed about about stuff. It's so funny for me as somebody who is like an entertainer and everything, uh, you know, an actor of all things and, and everything, that I get so embarrassed like in front of people in certain scenarios, like uh, even even it, like if I'm in a play and uh, somebody asked me to do some of it before, like I'm just like you know learning the lines and stuff, I'm like, oh, you know, do it for me. My, my family would do that to me back in the day. They'd be like, oh, uh, do a few of your lines for me. I'd get so weird about it. I'd get so nervous and embarrassed. And I, I was insistent, like you have to wait until the show to see it. Um, and it's, it's just, it's funny to me that I get so embarrassed by other people sometimes too, you know, if, uh, I'll go out in public with my friend Phil and he'll start acting a fool. And I'm sitting there, like, shut up. Everybody can hear you. What are you doing? Uh, but I always think of a, a good friend of mine, uh, from Tennessee named LJ, who, uh, we, we worked together at this restaurant and I may have told this story before, uh, but we, we worked together at this restaurant, and I worked at the restaurant, and then two doors down, I also worked at the liquor store. <laughs> and so I was uh, at the liquor store, and it, was always, it always was like my favorite time of day because <laughs> I would have that big picture window at the liquor store. And I would look up, and coming down the street, this big old tall lanky black guy just dancing his ass off down the street just having the time of his life he's got his headphones on uh and i'd always i'd always snapchat him and send it to him because uh, i can't do that i was always in awe of mm-hmm. lj at the fact that he could just bust a move whenever he damn well felt like it and, mm-hmm. and i i thought that was amazing you know because i you know i like to dance and stuff but that's not something most people know because i'm doing it behind closed doors i'll, I'll do it you mm-hmm. know if in in in, 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 in environment that calls for it but like i you know there have been times where i'm going for a walk and I, I might be feeling a song but i everything in my power i will not dance in public i will not let people see me i just that feels weird to me i don't like hearing uh having people hear me sing but i always think of Lj and i i just think that's so cool I, just a sense of uh i don't know confidence or bravery or what have you but it always comes down to dancing in public for me. If I could dance in public, I feel like I could knock That's out awesome. anxiety for myself.
2: Well, remember when we were talking the last time we were talking about mirror neurons? That if you want to do something, if you see somebody who has what you want, hang out with them. Because whatever it is, I have somebody in my life exactly for that reason. Because he just does not care what people think about him. And I'm like, can I rub up against you? Can like, some of that come on to me? Like. I- what's what is that like and he just he's over it right he just he is so firmly rooted in who he is and you know his calling in life and so it's not that he doesn't get hurt or offended by you know people who say but that's not his motivation he's not a people pleaser he's not so I'm just kind of like I'm gonna hang out with you for a while and I am I'm just I'm hanging out Fly on the wall, I'm gonna learn. My brain is taking in all this great stuff. My mirror neurons are getting fed and and it's I am. I'm gonna learn from it. So he recommended a book. I'm like, this is awesome.
1: That's great. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun. See, I've had embarrassing moments throughout my entire life that I just (laughs) I got over it. I was just like, you know, it can't be no worse than these. So we're good to go, I feel like. So um i mean but i do like you know chase like you were saying i'm same. i mean if i was in a random spot and somebody popped up to me it's like hey let me hear you rap or something i'd be like i i I know i'm not doing that right now like but that's more i hear you well instead of getting uh you know i'd just be embarrassed i'd just be like i i don't do that by your demands like you know i'll do that when i feel like it but um You know, I can get embarrassed still too, pretty easily, but it's just like it's the weirdest things that I feel like embarrass me these days. I'm like, oh, that's that's silly to be embarrassed by that.
2: (laughs) You know what? I love to do. I there's a website called 16 personalities.com and it's a free personality profile. And so when somebody is different personality than me, which It happens every single day, like every day of my life. Mm -hmm. I meet somebody who has a different personality than me and I love it. But if there's somebody who has something that I really admire, I'm like, can I spy on you a little bit in your brain? Can I see like, what's your personality? Can you share with me? And I'll just read up about that. And it's just, I think it's so fascinating because there are so many people with so many gifts and talents and you know, some people are outgoing. I'm not, I'm an, I'm an uh, introvert and I know that I have, I mean, you know, I, I will do this, and I have YouTube videos, and I will go public speak. But that's not natural. <laughs> like I really right. have to force myself to do these things <laughs> um, because I know what the purpose is. I know, you know, the the good that's coming out of it, and I know who I'm speaking to. But that is not naturally me. There are some people I know who that's oh my gosh, they could live up there. They love that. So I just—I mean, it's so wonderful how diverse we all are. How we're just interesting. Everybody's so different, and we're not supposed to be like everyone else. And we—we we all have our own superpower. We all, you know, bringing it back to what Chase is talking about. We all have our own superpower. So I mean, I guess the first thing we need to do is just embrace that we are unique. We are different. Get to know who we are, so that when we're out in the crowd, we don't want to be like everyone else.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I love Dr. Seuss's line. He says, don't be, I think that's him. Um, Don't try to be like everyone else. You were born to, to stand out, you know, and it's just really just a a message about conformity. Don't try to conform, get to know who you are and be the best you, you can be, which is really, really hard. That's a hard (laughs) choice.
1: Yeah. I think that's pretty much what I've always tried to do my whole life. Like since I was, back in the teens and stuff like that's the mindset that came in there is just to be unique and Mm -hmm. and just be my own self and it's it's followed me throughout life people question me all the time on different aspects of this or that and it's like don't worry like i'm me that's all that matters don't worry about the rest
2: that's
0: awesome (laughs)
1: uh
0: i think that's about our time so Another fantastic Mental Health Monday. Uh, Christine, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah, it was a great chat.
0: Until until Wednesday, everybody. See
1: you. (laughs) Bye.